the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Welcome, everyone. This is Al Fadi, and I hope you have been enjoying this new video series on the effects of Islam and Christianity or the harms of Islam and the benefits of Christianity concerning, at least in this case, the topic of child marriage. With me here, of course, uh, joining us virtually, our dear brother Michael Jones, who runs Inspiring Philosophy and who does amazing research, scientific research, to prove the point, to uh, make a, a basically a case in point, if you wish, concerning these topics. Last time, we addressed the angle of the physical harm of child marriage. Today, we're going to talk about the angle of mental harm of child marriage. Again, with us here in studio is our dear brother and friend, Michael Jones. Michael, thank you so much and welcome back. Yeah, thank you for having me. So what about the mental harm of child marriage? Uh, what does research say about that? Well, there is a ton of research that shows that child marriage is extremely harmful for the girls involved. It, it is just not something they're prepared for. Uh, they suffer from all sorts of issues. And this is shown in study after study. Uh, there was recently a narrative review was done. And a narrative review is where they look at numerous studies and just give you the overall picture of what multiple studies are pointing to. So this was published in 2022. Uh, so last year, actually, it's titled Overlooked and Unaddressed, a Narrative Review of the Mental Health Consequences of Child Marriage. And right in the abstract, they say intimate partner violence, poverty, challenges in childbirth and isolation were identified as social factors linked to the emotional stress by those married as children. Depression was the most reported mental disorder, anxiety, phobias, psychological Distress, substance misuse, and negative well-being and antisocial personality disorder were reported a little less frequency. The findings highlight that while uh, significant emotional distress and specific mental health conditions are linked to child marriage. So there's still they know there are still some gaps, but this is generally what the research is showing is that child marriage is associated with things like depression, mental harm, all these things, psychological distress as well. So this is basically what the results show. And they were able to adjust for confounding factors like poverty. So one of the things they were able to note in this paper is that a lot of this is not necessarily coming from uh, just being in poverty. Because a lot of times you see child marriage resulting from poverty. Girls are born to a really poor family, so they're wet early in hopes that someone else will provide for them. But they adjusted for that. And they were able to show it's not coming from poverty. It's coming from child marriage, more likely. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. And how does that play also into, into the mental side of things? Uh, is there anything uh, you want to add to that? 
Yeah, well, let's let's talk a little bit about that. So one of these things they say is depression. They say early marriage increases depression depression risk by about 2.77 times, almost three times, even after adjusting for substance abuse, unemployment, age, residence, and other negative life events. Those married early at higher rates of adjusted disorders, like post-traumatic stress disorder, major depressive disorder. So even if you take a girl who is born maybe to a rich family and she's married early, she's more likely to suffer from depression or post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, they're, just, they're just not ready to be in these types of situations. Uh, and so the, what they're basically pointing out is that, you know, a lot of times you could say things like, you know, well, maybe it's just coming from something else. And it's just, it's a correlation, not causal link. So correlation, not causation. You know, these women are just born in really poor regions. Uh, they may be uh, on some sort of substance abuse issue. Uh, but they adjusted for that. And they noted that even when you adjust, you still see these types of things. Uh, they also note psychological distress was associated with um, child marriage as well. Uh, a lot of these types of things as well. Girls were more likely to uh, commit suicide, for example. So there was a study done in Ethiopia where they looked at child marriage and they were able to use a regression model as well. Uh, they noted that in, that in uh, for example, um, Ethiopia, girls were far more likely to commit suicide uh, when they were wed young and they compared them with uh, women that were um, that are, I'm sorry, girls that were not married. So even so what they did basically is they did this uh, comparison with girls in Ethiopia. They looked at about 2000 different uh, 2700 girls, uh, girls that were married young were far more likely to have suicidal thoughts and attempts. Wow. Girls that were not married young did not have those same. So the, the study is associations, child marriage with suicidal thoughts and attempts among young ad among adolescent girls in Ethiopia. And the research author notes that if you're married young, you're far more likely to want to commit suicide, which is really unfortunate. It seems like it'd be far better to allow these girls to have an education, complete their childhood before they're married, because it's so much better for their own mental well-being. Yeah, that's correct. And, and it's uh, the suicidal idea, uh, ideation is, is very high. It's, it's just... Uh... Uh, so so depressing, really, just to hear this uh, results. And unlike you said, I, I like uh, the comparison you made is like, even if the girl was from a wealthy family, meaning that you have everything you need, you don't have to worry about anything, you would expect people uh, in, in a, that kind of economical and social setting, not to have a worry of the world, and uh, they should enjoy marriage. And uh, that's an added benefit and, and blessing to their life. But yet, that's not the case. They suffer, as you stated, from uh, mental health issues, depressions, and also post-traumatic, uh, uh, you know, uh, issues and suicide uh, ideation. So uh, are there any other areas also uh, or geographical areas or cultures uh, where Islam is that uh, have the same effect, by the way? Well, yeah, we see this wherever child marriage shows up. So if, if Islam is promoting child marriage, these men this mental harm is going to come with it. So the, the study on suicide, I just noted in Ethiopia, they say in the discussion section, they say the study's findings are compatible with findings in the United States that adult women married as children were 1.41 times more likely to have had a lifetime history of psychiatric disorders compared with women in their adulthood. So not only are these poor girls more likely to commit suicide or have suicidal thoughts, they're more likely to develop psychiatric disorders. Uh, in the nar narrative review I talked about earlier, they say in the U.S., those married as children were more likely, 24% more likely, to report three or more stressful life events in the previous 12 months compared with those married as adults. So girls that are be basically being married as children, I'm really sad is that they're more likely to 
have suicidal thoughts, have suicidal attempts, suffer from stress, stress, depression, psychological distress, post-traumatic stress disorder. Depression is really big among them. Uh, they're just very likely to suffer in these types of situations. And this should make sense to any reasonable person. A girl who is like 12, 13, and she's being married to a man in her 20s, is just not ready to be a mother. She's not ready to run a household, to be involved in sexual relations. She's a child. Her brain is still developing. Her body is still developing. It makes far more sense for us to wait until she's in her late teens, uh, minimally. And again, this is what we see in the past. If you go back and you read studies like what I said in my recent debate, uh, if you go back to like ancient Palestine, Michael Sadlow notes that the average age girls were marrying was not 12 or 13, but late teens, early 20s. Uh, you see mid-teens in Babylon, for example, and they weren't doing as well as the girls in Palestine. Uh, they were waiting till, you know, 18, 19, 20. These were, so basically, the, a lot of people in the ancient world understood this as well. We see this also in the book by Kim Phillips. The book is titled Medieval Maidens. She notes in the Middle Ages, girls were not being married off at 12. Uh, they were more likely being married off past the age of 16. Some were being married off in their 20s. Uh, there was also certain stipulations being pointed on, pointed out that if a a royal girl was married uh, to a king, for example, they would often include in the marriage contract, you can't consummate the marriage till like 18, uh, for example. Giles of Rome, for example, was writing and saying that, you know, you should wait to consummate a marriage until 18. Uh, Albertus Magnus said that you need to wait until after 16. So it seems that even people before the modern era recognized that girls just simply weren't ready for this, that you need to wait. And this right. shows up in the current medical literature that we see girls suffering from all these mental problems. So why would you force your daughter, your niece, into these harmful situations? Why would you not protect her until she's an adult? Right. Uh, out of curiosity, in the re research you've done, are there any uh, recommendations uh, made about uh, things to avoid or things you should enforce and so on and so forth? Yeah, they, they are, a lot of this research... Uh, says we need to educate more people in sub-Saharan Africa, throughout the Islamic world, Southeast Asia, on the harmful effects of child marriage. The same thing with things like female circumcision. The, the, a lot of the times what happens is they go in and they outlaw it. And that unfortunately just leads to rebellion. What works is going into these regions and educating village elders, educating uh, a lot of uh, village elders that are women as well on the harmful effects of child marriage. And that helps the people understand why this is bad, why it needs to be outlawed. So, and we see this when we go in and we educate uh, people in Syria or Lebanon, child marriage starts to decrease and that's what we want. So what needs to happen is there needs to be more education. These videos that we're making here need to be shared with people in the Islamic world who love their daughters. I, I believe Muslim men for the most part love their daughters and they don't want bad, uh, they don't want to put their daughters in a harmful situations. So, right. We should be helping, encouraging them to help their daughters get have live better, flourishing lives, and that starts by not putting them into child marriages, waiting till they're at least eighteen. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, Michael, how about next time we talk about the social problems uh, that results from child marriage? Is that something oh, that we can address? We can talk about the increases likelihood of getting an STD, divorce, intimate partner violence—you name it. Wonderful, 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 I mean, about uh, uh, the ability to <laughs> I know continue, mean, yeah. of course, but uh, uh, sad about the topic. And, and really, uh, I know people might be surprised why am I taking a scientific angle uh, in my channel, because it all ties together. I mean, I am a former Muslim. 
And I care for my Muslim people, as Michael says, we, we care really. A father will care uh, for uh, his own daughters, basically, and their well-being if they get educated. And in my case, okay, so I found the truth in Christ, and we want people to know the difference between what Christianity promotes, uh, at least from a scriptural standpoint, versus what Islam in its own uh, scripture promotes, and in this case, child marriage. And I think just in the last uh, three episodes alone, we have heard nothing positive whatsoever that comes out of the practice in and of itself. So you would wonder why would a God, the God of the Quran in this case, promote something that is so harmful to one of his creation. Again, uh, we want to thank uh, Brother Michael for taking the time to do this. And until next time, everyone, have a blessed day. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Let Us Reason with Al Fadi. We depend on the generous gifts of our supporters to produce this program. To join us in this work, go to patreon.com and search for CIRA International. That's C-I-R-A International. You can also donate through PayPal. Go to CIRAInternational.com to learn more. Your support will help us continue introducing Muslims to the gospel of Christ. Now, back to Let Us Reason. Hello, everyone. This is Al Padi again, and I want to welcome you back to a continuation of our fascinating video series uh, where we are comparing the effects of Islam and Christianity, or the, uh, as we wanted to say, the harms of Islam and the benefits of Christianity concerning topics like child marriage. We have covered so far the physical harm and the mental harm that comes out of a topic like child marriage, but today we're going to take another look at social harm or social problems that will result from child marriage. With us here virtually in our studios, our dear brother Michael Jones with Inspiring Philosophy. Michael, thank you again for joining us and thank you for this wonderful research that you've been doing. And today, of course, we want to continue with the discussion about child marriage, except we're going to take the different angle now of uh, uh, focusing our attention on social problems. What, uh, what do we have uh, about that? Yeah, so when a girl is married very young, uh, we see a lot of social issues, not just physical and mental harm, but social issues. So as I noted in the first episode, that uh, the rationale for child marriage is that they think it'll decrease premarital sex. We marry a girl young, uh, it'll stop fornication, uh, sleeping, uh, having sex outside of marriage. We show that's just the research doesn't support that. But what actually we see a very interesting, or really horrible negative effect from child marriage is that we see an increase in STDs. So this study, Reproductive and Sexual Health Consequences of Child Marriage, a review of the literature, they looked at studies that, are, that were published between 1946 and 2018. And the results say this. They say child marriage as a result of poverty has many adverse consequences on reproductive and sexual health of girls. These include death during childbirth, physical and sexual violence, isolation, depression, cervical cancer, and a risk of sexually transmitted diseases. Teen pregnant women are at a higher risk of preterm birth as well as neonatal death more than other women. So one of the issues they note is that there's an increase in STDs. If child marriage was supposed to solve fornication, fornication mm-hmm. issues, why do we see girls developing or getting more STDs if they've been married young? Well, it's because they're married to these older men and they don't have bargaining power because they're still a child. And these men go out and they sleep around with prostitutes and other women. And then they bring those STDs back into the relationship. Women that are married older, they have more bargaining power. They're able to negotiate better with their husbands and keep their sexual appetites under control. Whereas you marry a child, you marry a child. And it's more like being a parent than actually being in a marriage. And so 
they, they can't rein in their, their husband's sexual appetite. So we see them bringing more STDs in. So it's not this idea that child marriage is going to solve fornication. It seems it's going to make it worse. The husbands are going to run around sleeping around all they want. So we, if we care about ending fornication, which Muslims do, they should be arguing against child marriage, not promoting it. That's right. And even if the argument is like, no, no, it's not the husband. It is the uh, uh, the, the girl it's, uh, herself who is apparently sleeping around. That proves the point immediately that child marriage did not prevent her from doing something like this. I'm, I'm just thinking outside the box right now. I mean, trying to mm-hmm. anticipate an argument or a pushback. What other uh, social harms uh, or problems also that we can address uh, concerning child marriage? Well, as I noted in this review, we see a lot, we see an increase of intimate partner violence, basically domestic abuse. Girls are far more likely to be abused by their husbands than women in their 20s. So this has been shown in study after study after study. And I got multiple studies showing this. But in this review, they, they note that girls are far more likely to be victims of domestic violence over women in their 20s. Because again, an older woman has more negotiating power. She's much better able to uh, defend herself than a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old. So they note in this paper that if you're married young, you're very likely to be abused by your husband. And that's horrible as well. Uh, there was another paper done recently. This was just done in 2012. Association, association, association between girl-child marriage and has been partner violence in sub-Saharan Africa. Insights from a multi-country analysis of demographic and health surveys. And they note health survey from over 28,000 young girls uh, shows that, yeah, the result shows you're far more likely to be emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by your husband if you were married as a child. So not only do we see an increase in STDs, we see these girls also being abused. And that's horrible as well. Uh, And they note in the research, like the narrative review I cited, like the um, other study I cited, why is this going on? Uh, well, they know that, you know, the, the girls in these situations, there's an extremely uneven power dynamics between the males and the females, mainly because of their age gaps. The females who lack decision-making abilities constantly deal with harassment by their husbands and in-laws and are socially isolated. So it just results from the relationship itself. If you marry a child, uh, you're not going to have a, a real a real good uh, mental relationship with that. And it, you can lash out in anger at times as a, as a man. And so we need to prevent that if we see that happening throughout the world. So it's not good for children to be married to older men because it it leads naturally to intimate partner violence. And this is why this child child marriage needs to be outlawed globally. This is another reason. Right. Uh, what about uh, other areas like uh, divorce, for instance? Is that something that's uh, prevalent uh, uh, when it comes to child marriage? Yeah. Well, Muslims argue they want a society that has low divorce. And I think we as Christians agree we want less divorce. Well, there was a study done by um, Institute for Family Studies, and they wrote, wrote an article on it called Want to Avoid Divorce? Way to Get Married, but Not Too Long. And they note the best age to get married is actually going to be around the age of 25. If you marry much younger, you have a much higher rate of divorce. Same with what you see at over the age of 40. If you wait to 40, you have a much higher rate of divorce as well. Uh, but they note that additional tests reveal that the relation seems to function more or less uh, the same for everyone, male or female, less or more education, religious or irreligious, intact or non-intact family origin, and limited versus extensive sexual history prior to marriage. So they note if you're basically being married between the ages of 10 and 18, you had a much higher rate of divorce than if you're going to marry closer to the age of 25. Now, that makes sense from a psychological understanding because your brain is not fully developed. 
I was a different person when I was 18 versus when I was in my 20s. But, you know, once your prefrontal cortex is fully developed, you're more of who you have developed into. So we should expect that around that when that time that's fully developed, which is around the age of 25, that's the best time to get married. Why? Well, because that's when your brain is fully developed. You've sort of just settled into who you are. You've not uh, got settled in your ways mostly. And you can, it'd be the perfect time to start developing a relationship, a long-term relationship with a spouse. But being married young has a much higher rate of being of increased divorce. CDC reports similar findings as well. So why would Muslims promote, promote child marriage if they want a society that has less divorce? They should be encouraging girls and boys to wait until they're in their 20s. Because that's going to, to decrease divorce. It makes far more sense uh, to just agree with the West that child marriage should be outlawed because of the mental, physical, and social problems it causes. Right. I mean, out of curiosity, does even child marriage prevent polygamy, for instance, or minimize polygamy, uh, meaning the man going to marry even another wife after that? Because in the case of Muhammad, even though Aisha was his second wife after the death of uh, Khadija, he went on on a marriage spree after that. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no evidence that child marriage would reduce polygamy, which is also harmful, which we can talk about later. Uh, but yeah, it, of course not, because the girls, the child brides, have no bargaining power as children. They're not adults yet. And again, I remember as a child, I just you, you didn't have bargaining power with adults because your brain is not fully developed. You respect older adults. You do what they tell you to. Children just are not there yet. And so we see women that are married have far better bargaining power, able to protect themselves from STDs, intimate partner violence, than girls are. And this is why we constantly see these correlations. And so child marriage just needs to be outlawed across the board for all the harm it causes. And if Muslim men love and care about their daughters, they should not put their daughters into these harmful situations. They should do everything they possibly can to prevent their daughters from being married until at least, at least 18. And that just is supported by countless research on this. Wonderful. Anything else, uh, Michael, you want to talk about in terms of the social problems as associated with child marriage? Well, as we know, a child when a girl gets married as a child, she's less likely to be able to finish you know, mm. high school education. Uh, and that we have numerous research shows education just increases the quality of life for girls and boys across the board. This is just obvious to anybody who understands basic science here. And when you get married as a child, you're not, you're very unlikely to, to, in, to, in, to actually complete your high school, your high school education. And that is going to reduce quality of life. It's associated with increased levels of depression later in life. So we should want girls to be able to get a high school education at least, at least uh, before ever even thinking about marriage. And that is going to lead to better quality for their children. They're going to develop better social skills, uh, better mental ability in uh, raising children and living a full quality and flourishing life. So absolutely, there's just, there's all these benefits to waiting to at least minimally 18 before a girl's married. And I would agree, you know, at least just finishing education would allow her uh, to be uh, better equipped as a mother, as a parent, uh, can help the children when they go to school. I mean, I tell you, man, I mean, my wife is the brain behind the operation at uh, at our home in helping my kids with their homeworks and other things. That doesn't mean I cannot help them. But you know what? As a parent herself, uh, she does an excellent job in doing so. Therefore, I can do certain things. She can do other things. But she is an active participant in the process. Now, if she didn't go to school and if she was married young, how would she know how to parent them correctly, how she can train them correctly, how she can talk to them about 
behavior, if that's the case. You know what I mean? I mean, just behaving appropriately in society. So all of these are just common sense issues that uh, without even having a research to back it up or science to back it up, it just, from a cultural standpoint, from an observation standpoint, one would be puzzled by how can something like this be permitted? And I like what you said earlier, that child marriage should be banned globally. I mean, whether Islamic country or non-Islamic country because of just its scientific evidence-proved damage that results from that. Well, next time, uh, brother, I want us to really venture into polygamy, if possible. I want us to talk a little bit more about that. Is that something uh, you have any research also to support? Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. Again, with us here, our distinguished guest, uh, Michael Jones, with inspiring uh, philosophy. I hope everyone has been enjoying the massive amount of research material that he's been sharing with us, which is really a taste of things because we've been rushing through this. And I told Michael that at some point I'm going to bring him in to do live streams with me where we're going to dissect these things one point at a time, simply because there is a lot of data out there that can debunk any of these alleged claims of the benefit of child marriage. I think all of we have re- uh, uh, ben- uh, so far we've re- uh, you know concluded from every single episode we've done on this topic is that there is nothing good that comes out of child marriage. Child marriage. Next time, we will turn our attention to polygamy, which we have already alluded to, by the way, in talking about child marriage. But this time we'll focus our discussions on research and science when it comes to polygamy. Until next time, everyone have a blessed day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.